Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. How for us to start winning is now, 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 now. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for Damon Harrison early. Early. And you got to pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 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 Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Me, but do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16 or huh? 16 and all, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You you know we just drive to the Messiah. Obi and the one and only Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now here is your host, Shakes Montana. Big Blue Nation, Giants fans all around the world. 
This is the show for the fans by the fans. Hope that you tune in. And today is, wow, man, what is it? Football Thursday. Football Thursday, and we got a game tonight. A big matchup, hopefully, to be whatever. But a really good matchup between the Cardinals and the Packers. So, uh, we're also going to talk about these upcoming matchups this week. New York football, Jonathan Lance with the Chiefs, I'm sure. And we'll be speaking on that. Got some New York Knicks fans. We got some Astro fans. Got some Pack fans. You know, got um, Nick, Nick, yeah, <laughs> Nick and Net fans together. You know what I'm saying? We get it together. We're gonna work it out, no matter what. You know what I mean? But uh, it is Thursday, October the 28th, and it is Football Thursday. It is Thriving Thursday. We are the Shakedown Sports Podcast, and we here. The number to call in, 914-205-5796. That is 914-205-5796. How's the audio? We also got Black Freezy with us. Black Freezy, how's the you audio, good? bro? We good? You sound, your mic sound nice. Check one. Pause. You heard? All right, all right. That's what's up. How's the background? Everything's, you know what I mean? Good, right? Sounding crystal for my end. Sweet. Sweet. Good? Love it. I don't know. I'm probably bugging over it. No, you straight, too. Yo, you straight. You golden. I'm playing the music. You know what I mean? Make sure that it, all the cameras is up. Let the party begin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Light camera action. What's up, bro? How you feeling? Hey, man. Peace to the gods, peace to the earth, man. Feeling good. Went to see the mans in them. Got my package. Everything is going good. You know what I'm saying? I know. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also joining the room. Not showing the box with cheese. You know he going to be right on time. This package is playing the Cardinals tonight. My son is up against mm. the old Jeff now. I think he is. I can't wait for this game. What's up, Nacho? What's going on? Nacho. Doing a lot of talking lately, so I hope I don't sound too crazy. No, you you, 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 you sound fine. Um, Yeah, man, it's going to be a good one. It's pretty much Aaron Rodgers or Bucks, you know. Are you nervous, bro? Serious question. Uh, no, I, no I, I fully expect to lose this game. Uh, we have another new starting five at offensive line again. And, of course, Devontae, no Alan Lazard. So, it's just it, offensively, I think was the only way we were going to be able to keep up with this team. And right now, it's just going to be Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of nobodies. So, if we get this win tonight, it'll be solely because of Aaron Rodgers. Because this defense is... As opportunistic as it has been, it's not very good at stopping much um, consistently. So, um, not missing very many tackles, just just having some alleys and some holes that you know aren't really great there. So, 
this is a, it's a good test for a team, you know, going into the playoffs for the Packers. We'll see, uh, probably see this team again in the playoffs, so it'll be a great test to see uh, what we'll be able to do against them that will help next time. But right now, man, it's not looking too great. <clears throat> you know, Bakhtiari still staying out, and he won't be back till next week. Uh, so, yeah, it's just uh, it'll be a close one up. I think it'll be close up front, up there, closer to the beginning. Um, you know, I'm not going to uh, take anything away from the, the grown men playing football. They are athletes and they are professionals. So, uh, But I think it's just a matter of time before the well-oiled machine that is the healthy uh, Arizona Cardinals just gets going, man. And they, they've been doing their thing all year, and it's not a, it's not a, uh, a knock on them to – you know, to say anything other than throwing things about. I mean, you can't really – I mean, last year was can they consistently do it, and they didn't. You know, there were games they showed out and games they didn't. You know, if you bet on them last year, you know, you, you, you understand what I'm talking about. I mean, this year it's it's a totally different story. It's a team that, that, that has leadership come in uh, from different teams now, Um you know, when you talk about, like, a D-Hop and a J.J. Watt, now, of course, they don't have the winning playoff experience, uh, but they have playoff experience, and they also have been in this league for, you know, a, a good amount of time to know that, you know, know how to be good leaders in this game. So, D-Hop playing injured again tonight. Yeah, um, bro. So, what would you say? It sucks that he got hurt, J.J. Watt. Yeah, well, because they get Chandler Jones back and then they get J.J. Watt out. So it's like you lose Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt steps up, and now you're losing J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones steps back in the picture. Um, they have a special Great. defense. Uh, one guy does not make or break that defense in, in an entirety. Uh, it would take a, a lot more than one person being missed uh, for that defense to skip a beat. So uh, they are, you know, they are a well-oiled machine with a year of uh, last year being up and down, knowing how it feels to being riding high off a big win and knowing how it feels to, to lose the teams you shouldn't. Uh, they took that knowledge, came into this year, and said we're not going to feel that. So um, this is a team that they should not lose to. Uh, statistically, health-wise, uh, health they are better. Um, with the exception of probably quarterback, they might be better at every position tonight. Um, running back, maybe not so much either. I think we have a better running back, but they have a better running back, I would say, game going on right now. So it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be fun. They got the gate. They got the they got the roof open. It's supposed to be about 85 when the, when the game starts. It'll drop into the 60s, you know. A nice, beautiful game, uh, you know. Otherwise, oh, yeah, where you at, right? Yeah, they're in Arizona, so uh, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it is everything for Arizona to win this game because they need it for their confidence going in to the rest of the season and then into the playoffs to know that they can beat a team like this, healthy, unhealthy, whatever. They still got the quarterback. They still got athletes out there playing the game. It doesn't matter. So. They go out there and they beat this team uh, in Green Bay like they should. Uh, or they seven point favorites. Um, but, you know that, that's not nothing to stop at. Seven points is a full touchdown. Uh, Vegas thinks this team is that much better, and, and I think a lot of us do as well. It's just you can't you can't look at the teams and go you know there is uh, uh, um, 
there isn't um, a comparison. There isn't much of a comparison. They are just the better team right now. They have it all going. And like I said, with the exception of probably two positions, we go if you do that, you know, position per position, you know, who can win battles. They've got the better players. Um, it's just plain and simple. Um, Rondell Moore going up against that third corner doesn't seem like it's going to be a good option, uh, considering now Jair is still out. So it's just it's a lot to go on. It's a lot to go on. So this is a this is going to be one of those games where I sit and watch and just hope my quarterback can do miracles. You know, I think it's all like. It, this is a miracle game. This isn't a, if we go out there and we play the best game we can. No, this is a miracle game. You got your best wide receiver who's top two, not two in the league, out. Your best left tackle who's top two, not two in the league, out. It's like those two things are, are detrimental to any team um, going up against anyone. But then you're going up against, like I said, this title team is, for everyone, you know, talking about them and, and, and what they've done in the past, this is in the past, man. They've had a multitude of opportunities. Now, again, uh, a kick goes in. You know, they're 6-1. and one, They lose to Minnesota. Um, but other than that, man, this is a, this is, this is a game that, that this is Arizona's game. They should just – it's a short week. They're at home. A battered playoff team coming in. You take advantage of that situation. Like that, that's what you do. You're just this is what you do if you're taking the next step, which they have been doing, and 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 it's just it's actually not you know horrible to watch. You know when you've been able to watch this team down the road from you uh, stink for the better part of two to three decades as an adult. It's actually nice as a now football fan watching to see the general manager, to see the head coach to see them get it right, to see the owner know what he's doing, have faith in the GM, and then go out and get the players they want, go out and get an Isaiah Simmons, go out and get a Kyler Murray, even after you traded up to go get someone the year prior, to have faith in those moves um, and to give Steve Kahn and, and Cliff Kingsbury the, the ability to do those things and, and make those adjustments uh, throughout the offseason and now through the season. Um, I mean, look, J.J. Watt goes missing on almost any other team he would have picked in the offseason, and we're probably talking about that defense missing the integral part. But he goes down on this team, and, you know, they get Chandler Jones back, and that defense isn't – like I said, it's not going to miss a beat. Man. It's just the way it is. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 just, it's just nice to watch sometimes when you see a team. Now, again, it's not going to be nice to watch when they beat us probably. Um, and then, of course, if we play in the playoffs, uh, that's not going to be nice to watch my team try to have to beat them uh, in the playoffs. But um, it's nice to sit back and go, man, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a team and an organization that, that is known for losing. Uh, that is the opportunity to, to achieve something since, you know, they've been in the real NFL. Quick, real quick, Nacho. I'm going to just hit yeah. the pause button for you real quick just so we can, you know what I mean, Bring in the brothers and all that, and we are then Guess who stepped in the room? Let me get this back on track real quick. Getting my groove. The wife fucked me all up. Kissing for the first time in six months. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said that shit out loud, but 
They asked him why. They asked him, does he miss Kyrie Irving? He started off with, listen, I already know what you guys are going to say. Yes, we miss Kyrie. Yes, we miss him. Well, that's because Mr. Filemaster don't work no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're hard when you don't spend your whole life on the free throw line. Damn. Nah, nah. Talk on it. Shoot. Get me out here liking James Harden's game. Like he was something, man. Don't get me started, E. But nah, you know I'm going to get you started. It's, it's Thriving nope. Thursday, baby. We talk about it, it all. Oh, that's listen. Yeah. LRP. Yes, we do. But to, the, to the respect level of you, the NBA is not calling them little punk fouls no more. So you really got to play basketball now. Now you get to see who's who and what's what and what players without the rest in their pocket, Zebra World, really going to rock out. And look at all these boys. Yeah. Some little fouls ain't working no more. Kicking your leg out and all that on mm-hmm. jump shots ain't happening no more. What up? Just give it a couple yeah, months. Exactly. When LeBron and the Lakers so real are losing, and all those fouls will be back. The regular season is the regular season for Harden. That would been my question. It's always been the postseason where he choked. But what I told y'all last year was, KL don't need that because we got KD and Kyrie in the playoffs. We're good. We just need you to facilitate, distribute, and you can do that. So I don't have no gripe against Harden. Beard all day. But here's the thing about the whole KD opening up, as you said. I think it was more just being honest. And it was like, like you said, he could have went the the whole route of, you know, we players are here and we got to step up and blah, blah, you know, usual shit. But Everybody sees and everybody knows. You go back into the playoffs. One thing that I said was, if we had two of the three superstars be good, well, I lied. Because even when you go back to the Cavaliers, you go to the Celtics, and now you go to the Nets. Whenever this boy misses time, those teams are a different team. No matter what it is, no matter who you got out there, Kyrie, Uncle Drew is the man. Back to he back. makes it all go. So he was he just being never And he was just being honest and saying, we do need this guy. And it's the truth. Damn right it's the truth. That's nah, why you I don't say shout out to Kevin Durant. You don't Dr. Dre him yet, bro. Only Dr. Dre can constantly live off of oh shit and say I'm still coming out. Man, haters never don't come count. Out. I mean, haters nah, don't count. People don't listen to haters, bro. What you talking about, man? Whatever. You a right. hater against Kyrie, bro. This man can go out there and score 100, and you'd be like, well, he's going to miss next week's game anyway, so uh, you a hater. You know I ain't going to say what I want to say. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, because you a hater. Now, I pointed out, just like KD just pointed out with the K, with the Kyrie shit, I'm pointing out with you, you a whole hater on Kyrie. Yeah, 
And, it, and that's we just the fact. Got, we got Wilson <laughs> from Dallas with us. What it do, Wilson? You know what I mean? Rather calling in. Um, I believe it's a new caller. I'm, but the way he's speaking, it sounds like he's family already. You know what I'm saying? So if anybody know Wilson, it shouts yourselves out. But I don't. Not at the time. Man. All right. What's going on, Wilson? I ain't never heard of him, but hey. What's, what's, what's going on? Ain't from Dallas. Do? I live in Cali, but I'm from the Bronx. Okay, well, I, 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 I can tell in your accent. That's like the third time I've heard that. But, but let, let, let me let me let me be clear. Yes, there's a Kyrie hater on the phone. Let's get that out the way. I'm a Kyrie hater. If I had it, if, if I had enough, if I had PTO time, if I had time off in my job, like Kyrie had time off in my job. I'll be sitting nice. There's, oh, there's, 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 there's no next man up. How can we use that in football and not in basketball? They got enough money. You got two stars ain't enough? Two stars ain't enough? Two top five players ain't enough? You need hey, Kyrie still? It's, it's just one Sounds star. Like excuse. The other one. Hey, the Uncle other one is, uh, he's like a faux pas star. You know what I mean? He's kind of quasi-star. <laughs> he ain't a he ain't a whole star. He, he like a ball of gas. He ain't made it. I ain't mean a, I ain't mean a, I didn't mean to knock over your belief, Shake. I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to knock over your belief, bro. I didn't know I was gonna stop it. I was just saying. saying, saying I, was, I was just saying. Saying I didn't think that was going to bring in the collars or your neck <laughs> like that. I'm about to We called for three hours in back of us. Nick fans is feeling right now, yo, and it's rightfully so. Yo, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that's how we feel. All y'all want to right, right now. now, get it all out. Yeah, right now, we got to do it. We got to do it now. Get it out. We gotta get, get it all out. out. I got to right. right. Nick fans, we can say what we want right now. <laughs> I got a question. You see how James Harden is a choker in the playoffs, and he's been in it a lot of times. How come we are more more easier persuade to let that go in basketball than in football where Peyton Manning had 15 seasons where he got knocked out nine times in the first round and we're more forgiving for almost the same results for Harden when we were so hard for a person like Manning in which football has more moving pieces and it's much more of a difficult sport. How come we're, we're harder on Manning than what we are on Harden, and he gets such a pass? People was hard on Manning, though. I mean, I know they gave him shit for it, but I mean, they still praised him like he was the greatest of all time. So I, I don't see that. I don't. I don't agree. Not in the no way I'm at. He was bounced nine yeah. times in that first round. Yeah, I think four yeah, times. He was a break. Yeah, I know they gave yeah. him back. Did anybody, yeah, no, he, he was, so the same person that gave him flack for it, and you asked him and said, who is, is he the greatest of all time or one of the greatest of all time, then you damn sure they'll say hell yeah. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see no, no, oh, they picked on Peyton, man, like they picking on Harden. 
It's rightfully so because they, they, Manny won a chip. No, he's saying why. He's saying why don't they pick on Harden the way they pick on Manny? But why yeah, don't I they? Think, I, I, I was in, in, I was in concept, Harden, talking about in the true. same time in their careers after losing and losing and losing in the playoffs, uh, like Peyton Manning did. Uh, nobody before he won that first Super Bowl was putting him as the greatest of all time. He was a really great quarterback who was winning a lot in the in the in the, in the, in the regular season and couldn't do anything in the postseason. He was a choke artist. That was what yeah, everyone said. Then he won the first one, and then it was like, all right, cool. Now we can start talking about him. And then he leaves. He gets the neck injury. Yeah. He comes back and wins another one. Then we talk about him as a goal. Yeah. But before then, it was nowhere near oh, the greatest of all time. No, he was supposed to be. He was yeah. talking about yeah. Even the away. regular season like, wins, they were, they were saying was spotty because the division was kind of shoddy. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, because he played in the AFC South with, uh, with, the, with the worst teams. Yo, saying he was the best, bro. It was yeah, still nah, yeah, nah, nah. Yeah. No, I was still saying that. I'm saying nobody was saying that. I was still 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 saying Peyton Manning displayed on a daily regular season, even in the postseason, just because it didn't work and he couldn't live up to the moment in the postseason. That never went to his, how he studied and how he built his craft on what he did. Harden is lazy as fuck. Takes the easy way. No, but I, out. I think the he nature, the okay. Okay. I think the nature, the nature of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that. No, nah, he found the glitch in the matrix and he used it to an advantage to catapult mm-hmm. himself in stat-wise. But the dude, when he has yeah. to play basketball in the playoff versus this is the difference, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where he has to you actually exercise basketball skills to get in the playoffs because now you're focused on, he, you see that he, he's just one trick pony. That's what I'm yeah, saying. He's he's got, got, I, I, I think it's the nature of the game, though. I think it's the nature of football. Football is a shorter season. Mm-hmm. It's way more scrutinized because of the yeah. moving parts. And I think basketball is is more is more finite when it when it comes to um, you know statistics and everybody being individual. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. it can be. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think for a fact that that guy, like like LLP just said, he found this glitch to where he got this. Shooting free throw shit like that shit ridiculous. I don't even know what. That I think is. I think yeah, it's it's absurd, so much bro, on the individual absurd. players that was spoken the out there, but part, I think more. Though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Wait. No, no, go go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, I think we're focusing too much on the players individual than the question at hand. The question at hand is, is why in the NBA can you go so long without winning in the playoffs and still be revered as a top player, while in the NFL? The moment you spend a couple years, you know, losing, you're now, you know, you're dropped immediately. You're not in the top five. You're not in the top ten. You know, you can't win and this and that. I think yeah. that's more of the bigger question. Now, I feel you, but yes. that's why I think it winds up being individual with, with that player versus the team. Like, all right, now you, you root more for the player versus the team. And that's why I think people root for players versus teams, too, in the NBA. But in the NFL, it's so short and so quick that, your window of opportunity is short as well. You know what I'm saying? As far as winning at all, very short. So I think that's, that's what it is, me personally, Black Friday, you heard? 
So the window of opportunity, because what happens is when Peyton goes, right, like, for example, the storyline was year after year, can he finally win in the playoffs? Can he finally win in the playoffs? That is the whole narrative, and the whole team's success and failures is thrown on his back. Example, Daniel mm-hmm. Jones, same thing. Regardless if they win or lose, it's going to fall on the quarterback's back. James Harden has carried a team within the Rockets, and that has never been the narrative on any media landscape. If you can Google or find it where he scrutinized game, oh, he just dropped 40 and 20, 40 and 10, 35 and this. It's all blanked out. There's never been a narrative where it's like, can he finally take it home? And he has that same pressure. I think within the NBA, because you control the outcome with with playing offense and defense, makes it a little bit easier. And there's never been a, a dent in Peyton's armor where, oh, Peyton is a good quarterback, but he just can't scramble. Where it was like Harden is could score, but his defense is trash. So the yeah, NBA now I feel you. But now here's the thing, though. It, it, here's the thing, though. Is Harden a true number one? Yes. Can I, can I answer that, please, Wilson? Yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah. Just real quick, Wilson, where are you representing the Bronx? Where I represent the Bronx? I'm from McKinley. Of course you are. <laughs> you know who you're talking okay. to. Exactly. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to address that question right now. James Harden was never truly a number one. I want you to think about what I'm about to say. When he was drafted, he was the third leading scorer on the Oklahoma City Thunder. He played there for three years. They lost to LeBron James in the finals. Afterwards, he felt like, you know what? I can carry my own team. I don't need these guys. Okay. When he thought that, he thought because of his scoring ability, that that's all he needed and he could be built around. Houston gave him seven years. If not, if not mistaken, eight. Seven or eight. And they thought they could build around him, bringing pieces in in every different way to play with a guy like that. What happened? He's no longer in Houston. Now he's in Brooklyn. He will never be a number one. Even up again. He doesn't elevate yeah. the game of others around him. In order to be considered a number one, your play has to elevate the play of the people around you. You can have 70 points, but if your team loses by 5, 6, 11, 9, and 13, you're eliminated (laughs) from the playoffs. Then if your level of play lowers when you go to the playoffs, you definitely aren't elevating anybody's game. So he's the reverse of a number one. He's a 1.2 and a half, if that makes sense to you guys. First mm-hmm. option yeah. for scoring. So, so second dude, I'm going to look at on the floor and half a dude in the playoffs. No so in that being said, So with that being said, <clears throat> you can't compare him to Peyton then. I never no, will. Yeah, that, and that, I don't that, even think no, that, and Peyton to me ain't nowhere near exactly. the goal. Yeah, Y'all I, know I'm yeah, Tom Brady yeah. all day. I know, but he that. was the number one. You know what I mean? He was the, he's the quarterback. Yeah. No doubt about it. He's running the shit. For me, so, though, with, with the Harden situation, hey, it goes hey, to, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I understood everything you're saying, and you know I always got much love for you, but it's easier to say this in hindsight. It's easier to say this in hindsight after we got the results. Being a number one and failing 
ain't the same as being a number one and winning. Just because he failed, it don't mean he's not a number one. Because if that's the case, that means all <clears> MVPs. <throat> we talking about an MVP here. I got, I've never I got a seen a number two MVP. I, I got a question. Now, that man, that's that's a I'm, not, I'm not really Oh, real quick, gentlemen, gentlemen, on the Harden top, and I, and I have a real question because I don't remember because because you know I smoke a little too much. When he went to Houston, was it him going to Houston to save the day, or was it him going to Houston and they need to bring someone to help him? Because I don't remember. The I'll, I'll give you that breakdown. It. I'll give you that breakdown. It was him wanting to leave OKC because he felt he was not being seen the way he wanted to as a number one option. He felt he was just as good as Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant at that time. So he okay, was so brought to Houston he, he to, to save the day. When he goes to Houston, is Chris Paul already in Houston? Who? Chris Paul. No. Chris Paul already no. in Houston? He no, not at all. all right? Yeah, not at all. So, so that, that's my question. Does Chris Paul come to help James Harden? Is that the article? Absolutely. Or the article? Absolutely. Okay, so so then we have to hold James Harden in regard to a number one. If he is getting people yeah. to come help him, he has got to be held in regard as a number one. Because if that's and not see, the case, that's where, they're bringing that's, Chris Paul yeah. to be the man, and Harden needs to help Chris Paul. That would be headline to me. Okay, so hold on. I want you to realize how many teams Chris Paul has been on. Who was the number one on all his teams? See, now you got to get into that. Because this is later on in his career. You got to look where he started. You got to look where he went. And, And once you start getting in the teen years of your career, when you brought in the other team, it's because they still feel like they could kick the tires and you got a chance. It didn't work out like that. Chris Paul is not even there no more. And been on two teams since. Still, I mean, he's been to a finals where Harden hasn't even sniffed one yet. We're, get, we're getting help. we talking about getting help and getting a star player or getting talent. That's totally different than the man on the team. Harden was. Yes. And yes, Harden yes. prediction actually aged well because he left and prove that, yeah, I'm just on a level, an MVP, an all-star, leading scorer. We're talking all-star. I can agree with the man on the team, but as as far as the man to bring, to be on a team and be a winner, that's a whole different category. So when you, that's why I didn't say much when you mentioned Peyton Manning, because Peyton Manning has the hardware, MVPs and all of that to go with his failures, as you said, nine out of 15 times. But those times that he did win the big one, look at the game versus Carolina, possibly one of his worst games in his career. But guess what? At the end of the day, he was holding that Lombardi trophy. He's going to be considered a winner of two Super Bowls. And in some people, arguably one of the best quarterbacks, top five, ever. See? So, winning comes along with that almighty thing that we do praise in some eras, and it's called the ring. Great example to James Harden, right? Charles Barkley. 
Why is Charles Barkley considered one of the best players of all time, but he gets, he, he gets clipped when it comes to the greatest and greatness and greatest. He doesn't really get mentioned in those conversations. Mm-hmm. And he takes up the players that don't win rings. Yeah. And, and if you want to equate that to football, it's the Dan Marino effect. I mean, there's nobody on this planet that says Dan Marino couldn't throw the football today for four or 5,000 yards. Even players today who, you know, 18, 20 years, they still, you know, the youngsters still revel at the way Dan Marino used to throw the football. He didn't win a Super Bowl. He didn't win a Super Bowl, and he's never going to be talked about as one of the greatest of all time. Now, people make their list, and they make a top five and the top ten. They always throw him in there. They always put him up there. Oh, Marino is respected the way he's put Everybody puts them up there. Yeah, but when you talk about a greatest of all time, if he would have won one or two Super Bowls, never say he's the number one. Say he's the greatest of all time. If he would have won that Super Bowl, just that one Super Bowl, if he would have won that one Super Bowl, he would be in talks with Joe Montana. He would be in talks with Peyton Manning. With just one. With just one. Sorry. It's just that's how it goes. That's how it goes. If if if. If uh, if Andy Reid never wins the Super Bowl, and we could talk equate this the same way, and they were talking about you know just the way your legacy is talked about, he's still a great coach that can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? And now he's revered as maybe one of the greatest coaches of the last two decades for winning one Super Bowl. Until that one Super Bowl, he was talked as one of the top ten of the last two decades. Top ten. They thought eight coaches, nine coaches were better than him, or as good as him, until he won one. And now there's talks but, of it's him and Belichick. So it's like, but, yo, it, it, it just you got to win. You got to win. Sorry, it, and that's what it's all about. A, but they always find a way to even quantify that. So I don't give that no credence. I give that no credence. Because even with two Super Bowls and two MVPs, they find a way to quanti- quantify. Like, well, what, what does that really mean? And y'all know who we talking about. You know what I'm saying? The man that's been passing <laughs> himself on the television. Everywhere you go, you know what I mean? He's straight up doing the uh, the Peyton Manning retirement plan. You know what I mean? Let's not pretend that that dude wasn't on every progressive goddamn commercial. Reaching out for hands. In the world. Yo, he's doing the same thing. I think that's the Eli Man, that's the Manning family retirement plan. Get your ass on as much TV as you can. Right. So, but, yeah, but, but it, it, it's they, 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 they right? always question whether he's a Hall of Famer and you know what I mean. And, and, and LRP, so, let me tell you, in the land of Charlotte, there's many ghosts that in debate, the land of That debate is still taking place with millions of us as sports fans and sports analysts. I always tell people it's the difference between liking sports and knowing sports. Everybody on this phone knows sports. That debate is still up for battle till this day. Is he a Hall of Famer? And some people are going to go in the no category, and some people are going to go in the yes category. And then they're going to talk about what we just talked about, stats, regular season wins, clutch situations. They're going to talk about all that. Now, for Man, some I'm of not, us, it's no blame. He is not going to discredit saying that secure a joke on Monday night. I'm not going to discredit you. you- but I don't think that is hey, I think people are already noticing and and saying that yo, Elon Manning is definitely a Hall of Famer. I think the question I would, is, is hold on. I think the question is is whether he's a first ballot or will he get in there on the first couple of times. You know what I'm saying? Like how how much are they gonna uh cherish 
yes. to give him his respect. But I don't think there's yes. no question that he is a Hall of Famer. He's definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame, whether it takes one year or five. He's going to be there. So Listen I don't think that's, that's the mantra. A, that's I think the mantra valid, is adamant how argument long. for us. That's a valid, adamant argument for us. But when people who actually played the game that are actual quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame says he's not a Hall of Famer, that is something to look over at. Kurt Warner, players like that, Troy Aikman, they don't even think he's a Hall of Famer. I they said he will get in. But I'm not going to discredit you like I said. But oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's that's a real thing. That's some boo. They, that's they act real boozy as shit when yeah, it comes to Eli. Like thing, you need to follow your fucking club, bro. Uh, I don't like that kind of talk at all. Before you start answering, so I, 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 I want to add to that before I head out. I want to add to that before I head out with that Hall of Fame question right there. Because I, I love the I, I love the machine and I support y'all 100. percent But I want to add to that before I dip out. The one thing that we all could agree on in order to be a Hall of Famer. Regardless of stats, you must be greater than most in a particular thing, right? You have to be greater than most in a particular thing. In the playoff and clutch moments, Eli was greater than most, right? And it was displaced. His legacy is tied to the greatest and is always be tied to Tom Brady for defeating a David and Goliath type situation. So that great situation will always put him in the Hall of Fame. Because if we went based on stats, Joe Namath had backup numbers. Oh, it was a different system. It was a different stuff. But Joe Namath did something great. And he was doing great things when stats wasn't our first point of contact to verify someone as a great player. Where in this era, we, you must have the stats and the action in order to be great. Where back then it was evaluated, are you great in the toughest moments? So that's where our Hall of Fame debate and things go wrong, whereas Eli, where the debate gets shut down, he beat the GOAT, was clutch, and he has, he has record numbers in the playoffs and the most fourth-quarter comebacks in the playoffs, let alone stats and all different types of things. So he was greater than most in, in those situations. So whether he's first ballot or not, he's a Hall of Famer. So we can't rely on stats. When it comes to football Absolutely. players and stuff, and, and different sports, Hello. that don't really tell the whole story. Like garbage <laughs> time and all different types of things, yes, yes. deflections, yards have to carry. A quarterback can have six hundred yards, but he threw a five-yard dump. You know, so it, 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 right. it's, it, it's a lot of stuff that's fully loaded in order with, with these questions. Yeah, let me just say this before you get up out of here. First and foremost, yeah, yeah. that young man Wilson? that just finished speaking is. Family to me, God rest your mom and your dad, brother. I love you. Thank you for one thing, bringing our everyday conversations on that bench in front of our building and in that hallway and in your living room and mine to our show, which is your show now as well. We love you. Thank you for calling in and taking the time, brother, because this is how we talk in my neighborhood. And I just want to tell you, I'm so filled with happiness right now to hear how I have conversations with the brothers in my neighborhood, which makes me more proud of the brothers I share this show with, because that's exactly how we talk. It's not liking football. It's knowing it. 
I love you, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. California love. I see you when you get home. All right? You already know. La Familia. Much love. Much bless you. We know what time it is. You already know. Yeah, he is not from Dallas, America. I'm going to keep tuning in and showing the support. I got you, bro. Appreciate it. Wilson. Wilson from the west side, but going to stop and grounds be the east side already. Let's get to the, yeah, oh, a lot of good dope-ass conversation, and it's perfect because we can transition into this game tonight, man. Nacho's team is about to run up against the junk. Nacho didn't sound too confident when I heard him in the beginning there, man. He sounded a little shaky. he said, he said that not it was sure. real, you know what I mean? He's not expecting to win the game, and, you know, we're going to have some tough times. But, you know, let's, let's dig a little deeper into what Cardinals is bringing here, man. They got James Conner. They got Edmonds. They got Kurt. They got Rondell Moore. They got A.J. Green. They got D. Hot. Yo. Oh. You know, and on the defensive side, Zach Ertz. I'm anxious to see Zach Ertz. They just picked up. I completely forgot about that. Oh, wow, bro. Listen. The Cardinals don't win by less, by no more than two touchdowns. I think I it's the Simmons, the Buda Baker. They got it all. No. Hey, okay, I can't let Jones coming back. I did say something. It's going to finish out the road. Okay. Can I just say something real quick, though? Byron Murphy. That's the last name. Byron Murphy. Real quick. And LRP, this is this is for you. Yo, I'm, hey, I'm getting in that year. Team, hold on, like in that year that they came out, as you mm-hmm. remember, I did not like any of those quarterbacks. Not uh-huh. Daniel Jones, not Haskins, and not Kyler Murray. <laughs> now, I didn't say Kyler Murray was going to be a bum. Don't get like that. Don't get twisted. I was not saying he was going to be a bum. But I said I did not like any of them. Now, I'm going to say that boy's a bad man. All right? I came into this season like, yo, they gave this man so many damn weapons. I don't think he knows what to do with it. I was wrong. Because A.J. Green is having a career year. Kirk is having a career year. Hopkins doing what the fuck he does. And motherfucking now they got Zach Ertz killing this shit out here. And I had to pick him up in fantasy. The boy bad. Oh, All right? Boy bad. And I, I just wanted you know to be clear now. The boy yo, is a big man. Yo, LRP, man. That trade we made early in the beginning of the year. <laughs> yo. I know that shit hurts you bad, boy. Yo, that whole league is non-existent, bro. I know that shit hurts you back. Is that the zero and seven? That's zero and seven right now. But watch the comeback, bro. I think I got it now right. Now I'm saying, is that the league you traded in? <laughs> Hold up, bro. <laughs> that's the real yeah, that's, world. That's the one you traded for Barkley in. That is the one. Oh, yo, Jake. Oh, that's the one. Tell I me why you ain't let the You call. Hey, nah, nah. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't hear nothing. Tell me my shit ain't legendary, Shake. Yo. All right, dude. Yo, he put a whole vibe in the bro. All right, dude. Drop the mic. My computer. Yo. Yo, it is pain. Cross the situation. Malware, bro. 
my whole circuit, everything. Shakes. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all was like, oh, you kind of, you kind of bugging on that. It's good to be true. You. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, you might as well just I give him the championship right now. He's the champ right there. We ain't got to play no more. <laughs> Yo, and this man always said it. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought about it. I was like, Yo, is that the team that he was seven and that we did that trade? Yo, Shakes. Oh, did you hear how freezy? Swiftly, smoothly, no, oh, it's seven in this. Yo, why I start off with that? Because I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking about it. I can't do nothing but enjoy it with you. You had eight weeks. You had eight weeks to think about that. We bring it. I know. I know, but yes, yo. I was trying to figure out, yes, like, I was trying to, Ooh, I saw him making all these moves, let's see, let's but I was trying to figure out, like, why is he 0-7? And then I thought, I was like, oh. And listen, it don't way. matter who you want on the waiver wire. He's snatching them from you. It don't even matter. You need him. You need him. Yo, it, 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 if I was anybody move. right now, when it comes to the waiver wire, just let it go. Just let it go. LRP is the waiver wire. That is nothing you can do. Only you leave Little, uh, little tidbit, you know what I mean, public service announcement for all fantasy owners out there. This is why we always say the draft don't win you no chips. This mm-hmm. man had Christian McCaffrey, and he had Saquon Barkley to begin the season. Mm-hmm. On one damn squad. I told you to call down. Like, Yo, you hell no, that is slaughter. And then, no, and this motherfucker always said it. And guess what? It, I, I'm gonna tell you something. Smart fantasy owners, and LRP is one. Just looked at it as the risk. LRP said, "You know what? I'm gonna go against my the risk, and I'm gonna see what's going on." And took a chance because everybody was scared and of black. Him. Barkley was right there for me, and, and I didn't was looking fake. for the reward. Oh, I was so like, no, man, I can't even win now. Like, I'm going to beat that. Well, I, I can't drop one of them. I can't drop them. Right. They, they're undroppable. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried. They, they told Trust me, me that's that Russell Wilson right there. That's that Russell Wilson, LRP. Didn't even I, do I, it. I, I, so I, I, tried I tried to kick Russell Wilson in his chest. Yeah, I, I tried to kick I mean, Russell Wilson in his chest with two feet. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, not happening. I hate you, bro. I know. Mm-hmm. Nah, Yo, I want to trade it for Russell. Who you? Hey, what you got? You want to trade for Russell? Russell? You want to do this? Yo, he's going to give you malware, bro. going to give you malware. Listen, listen. Fuck you up for a second. Listen to me. Russell okay. has been... Russell has been Yo, going. Don't hate on me, Shakes. Oh, is he hating epically behind me? I know. I ain't no nothing, bro. I hate. I heard oh, you. You know how negotiations go with me. It must be. I ain't hate on nobody all year long. I done just right. seen right. a dude right. play baller right. to right. J-Rock, and I ain't say nothing. And I could have hated. I could have. We could have. Right. Uh, uh, all all types of shit. We had telekinesis Just like he did me. You was hating on that contract. Just like he did me, right, bro? I could have did it, right? Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I chose the high road. There we go. I could have vetoed that. (laughs) I wasn't mad at it. And I'm still not saying. I could have put the nose in on that. 
I didn't want him to do up here. I love that boy, man, but I just ain't see it this season. I just ain't see it, man. Yeah, I love him too, but he wasn't doing nothing. I, I, hey, what was I to do? I already had two of them motherfuckers ain't doing nothing. What was the right. third? Yeah. Anybody want, anybody want Corey Davis? Yo, <laughs> I don't know. Yo, what league you got Russell in, bro? Let's see. Gotta look it up. I am interested why he looked that up. I am curious to see how uh, Chandler Jones does coming off of COVID, though. But I don't like they got him as a linebacker, yo. Yeah, in the fantasy, yeah, but he works at the DL. I know, that's what he was in the beginning of the season. He works at the edge a lot. Because you got Collins and... Simmons back there. He don't need to be back there. Shit, rest that motherfucking pass. Yeah, it's just they play a 3-4. That's why he's a linebacker. But, yeah, for the fantasy, that's that. Because I tried oh, to put him in, him in uh, another uh, hard Harvey grade. Golden man. over there killing, huh? I see him. My son? Yeah, oh, Golden yo. doing the thing. Yo, I got a lot of children over there on AZ, too. I got a lot of kids over there, boy. It is a good team to watch, man. It really is. They did away with a lot of those dumb, you know, dead plays. They don't throw it in the dirt no more. Mark is going to low-key get 10 sacks again. He's going to low-key get a double-digit number again. That's crazy. That should be a good one, though, because Rogers is going to stash him for dollars. And I picked up Cobb. Mm-hmm. I was fucked up how we did yeah, Maybe more than there. 10 sacks. Maybe more. You think more than 10? Yeah. I think he's I already he got, got like six. Oh, where? I thought he had five. Like four foot, four foot oh, away. Something like that. Dan C <laughs> from California. <laughs> Waiting for that brother to something before I introduced him, you know what I'm saying? But y'all know how that brother rolls, you know? You know. Hey, man, you the forgot back. about me. You forgot about me, bro. I ain't forget about you. You you forgot, man. <laughs> Come on, hear that shit. I, I forgot I was here. Man. I told the dude to let you The guy was in your house, okay. man. I'm, I, okay. I think I'm more uh, confident than Nacho on his Packers, man. I'm, I got the Packers tonight. You put money on it? Oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. Um, oh, what? Speaking I'm of, crazy, bro. I gotta <laughs> get y'all on the hot. You fuck with the home team, don't you? Well, they're away. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're away. away. I can't yeah, bet against Rodgers, bro. I can't bet against wow. Rodgers, bro. He's like everyone likes this team. I'm gonna knock him out. Arizona, man. I don't know why. Um, Nacho not at the game. Yeah, that's great. Priorities, family first. But um, as uh, hell yeah, as um, uh, to uh, sit here and say that I'm confident in the win. No, I do expect us to cover six and a half. It's so disrespectful to Aaron Rodgers, but um, I'm ready for a great game. I think it's gonna be a good game. I know y'all got a lot of pieces missing, Nacho, but. Which uh, 
How you watch the game, bro? What kind of fan are you when you watch your own team play? You talking to me? Yeah. Uh, um, what What do you mean? Like, uh, it's like, it's like five different types of people oh, when okay, they watch okay. their football you, team. Which one are you? Because <laughs> there's one motherfucker that you got to wear an armored suit to sit next to him because he's going to take something and he's going to throw it. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck no, he's in his own house. No, I'm but, a, I, I, I get up and walk around a lot. Um, I don't throw anything. Um, there's a lot of uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. swinging at the air sometimes. Um, I guess you know who's around, of course. Um, uh, but, 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 there's boys in the but, hood, bro. But, uh, but, but, uh, to, to, to be like mindset, the first thing that goes wrong, we're losing the game. It's over. Like, I, I don't care what happens, who we playing, when we playing, and what time. Like, we Chicken do something wrong, thing, something stupid happens, I, I get real negative real quick. And then I know for a fact that's because the good things that happen can make me feel good. I figure if I expect the worst, uh, then, you know, anything that happens that's not the worst, well, I, I feel a little better about it. Um, it's just a little dumb thing that I do because <clears throat> I've spent the better part of a half a decade uh, going into games thinking we were going to win them all. And uh, hey. it just didn't work out. <laughs> hey, real quick. Real yeah. quick, let me ask y'all this. Should I pick up either one of the Cardinals wide receivers tonight? Yes. Kirk or Green? Yes. Yeah, I pick up Kirk. I wouldn't pick up Green. Yeah, I'll pick up Kirk. I'm about to say, pick up 13. I'm playing him tonight in my money league and Aaron yeah. Rodgers. F it. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk is having a good season, man. Low key. Very good season. Oh, no. I mean, as far as points wise, they've been kind of t- touch and go. You know what I mean? Touch and go. But that's what makes it so tough. But Kirk, my Kirk, answer is Kirk's yes. the home run ball. Yeah, Kirk's the home yeah. run ball and probably a touchdown, like a, like a yeah. seventy-yard like touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Rondell Moore I mean, is that's, dope, but I think that's he got one more year before he gets. Yo, you know, Rondell is a, another motherfucking hummingbird. He another one. Yo, Rondell Moore is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but I think he's one. He's, Yo, he's a year removed Yo, what is going from on, man? being inserted. Yeah, they didn't expect no. AJ AJ Green to be this good. This this late mm-hmm. in his career, so you gotta yeah. you gotta go with the veteran. He's healthy. He's they didn't think, healthy. Yeah, they didn't think he was gonna stay healthy. That's the thing. They yeah, thought that probably he'd get like four or five games from this dude. He should be good not four or five so games. You know what I'm saying? You can get some good games. No, how 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 beautiful yeah. is it that you get another healthy. savvy veteran after yeah. after uh, Larry cool. Fitzgerald retired? You know what I mean? Right, this bro, bro, anything any you get He's getting like the the third corner on the outside. You know what I mean? Like you you put him in the slot, really? and the outside. He's the toe-drag swag king, bro. Sorry, sorry, Dan. And he's getting one on one all game. It's a perfect fit, dude. Dude, dude. AJ yeah. Green is just—he's the guy that you. He doesn't play very much, but when he does play, you just hope he produces, and then he's doing that on top of it. And it's not like there's no. Okay, we put AJ Green in the game. We absolutely get AJ Green the ball like it was for 15 years in Cincinnati or 10 years in Cincinnati. It is. We put AJ Green in the game. 
And if he gets open, he's going to get us a first down or possibly a touchdown because, you know, Tyler's running around. It's like there's no thought process of him, one, having any kind of anything on his shoulders having to do with this offense. If this offense fails or doesn't go in the way of passing yards, unlike the last 10 years, he has nothing to do with it. So that on top of he's still a number two in the NFL, and he, like you just said, Nancy, he's going to go up against our number three all night. Like, that's going to be a good pick. Christian Kirk's going to be a good pick. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a good pick. Kyler Murray's going to test going to be a good pick. Hurts is going to be a good pick. Like, this might be a 50 over, y'all. It's no joke. That offense is, is fucking humming. So, Nacho, can I ask you a question? Take the word for it against this boy. Uh, I just picked yeah, up I never Curtis. heard him talk like this about any other team. That's what like I'm saying. Right. That's what made me just jump in and be like, let me ask you a question. Because the way you sound, do you think you guys are going to win this game? Because I know how you talk. You are undefeated in everything. Beginning that he was going to lose. I'm, I'm no, I, 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 I picked him already. I picked the Cardinals already. This is. This is a game okay. that even if wow. we were healthy, uh, if, if not healthy as in Bakhtiari because I didn't think he was going to play anyway, but if Devontae Adams was still there and, and, and Al Lazard was still there, I would be hammering the six and a half like it's nobody's business, and I would be 50-50 on if it would be a win or a loss. Wow. So team, I've never heard you talk like I, that, Nacho. I've watched this team. I don't watch all the other teams as much as I have to watch the Cardinals. Like, I don't know if I've seen a complete team from top to bottom like this in a long time. Not saying, like, they're the greatest team we've ever seen, but there's been great teams like this. But, like, it's been probably three or four years since we've seen a team like this. This is reminiscent of Pat Mahomes and that and that offense with a little bit of maybe some, you know, Baltimore-type defense going on with the way that they're getting to the quarterback and getting turnovers way that they're just – they are hitting on all cylinders. And going into this game, if, if I knew Bach was going to be back and then it was going to be Devontae, you would hear me with the same swag. Because I, we would have our number one left tackle, we'd have our number one wide receiver, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, we would be good. And I think those guys are unstoppable. But without those two, and then with them getting everyone back healthy, except J.J. Watt, whatever, like I said, that, that, that does nothing for them. He can be in the game and be an impact. He cannot be in the game, and they still going to get five to six, seven sacks on any team they play because they've been doing it all year. I watched them last year not put and not put it together consistently. Every week it was like, damn, this team could be good. Damn, why is this team trash? And then a couple weeks it would be like, damn, they're going to get it going, and then they fall back down again. That has not happened this year, and it could have happened multiple times. After close game, after close game, they could have went reverted back to who they were. Kyler Murray's a different quarterback. That team offensively can move the football, whether you want to run it, RPO it, pass it, whatever. Like, the moment I watched Kyler Murray take off from the pocket, stop, and move in an entirely different direction and make a grown man 6'6", 260, more athletic than I've ever seen, juked out of his shoes while he ran for a touchdown. There's, like, dude, this man is like, man, I, I've talked all this shit because they didn't go get offense. What did they go do all offseason? What did they go do in the draft? They went into the offensive line. Like, 
I said, yep. you're not going to do Finally You're not going to prosper. And they went and did it. They are fucking 7-0, and about to be 8-0 and the first time in, in, in the history of this team. And this team. Like, man, it's, it's like I said, it sucks because it's going to be against my team. And I fucking want Aaron Rodgers to soil that shit and go out there and prove me wrong. Now, of course I want that. But and, and not the wall, man. My team is and not nice, bro. Last year, right, going into the season, yeah. last year, preseason, Right, last year. Mm-hmm. Not this one, but last year. I was mm-hmm. up in them, like right after the draft. I'm like, yo, y'all see yep. what they did? I'm like, man, the Cardinals is wildin'. And then you was like, but they ain't got no offensive line. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They don't. And they didn't attack that. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, you was right on that. But you right. They motherfucking did that shit, and now they a whole complete team because the Google Gaga shit that I was on, and now I can Google Gaga now because now they do got the offensive line. Man, yeah, yeah, they they beast, and I I already predicted that they was going to win all thirteen games this year. So pretty good, man. They got Rodney Hudson at center. They went out and got uh, Humphreys. Humphreys is playing at a Pro Bowl level. They've got, like, the top two or three PFF grade offensive line, rushing and passing. Like, that may, like, I went into the last season, the 2020 season, the COVID season, saying this team was going to be good in the effect that they're going to be able to put up points, but they're going to lose a lot of games because the offensive line is going to let them down. And for the most part, it was the fact that Kyler was playing hit ball too much and was taking too many risks on top of it. Now, we get the amazing... Buffalo Bills game, you get the the hell the hell Hopkins. That's awesome. That's cool. You know he's got the clutch in him. Now we just need to see the consistency, and then you start the year off. They have a close game against Minnesota. They should have lost. Man can't kick the field goal. Hey, that's not their fault. You keep on pushing. You could have let that win hang over and then took a loss like you did last year. Nope. They went out and put up like 40 or some, uh, 38 or some on the Rams the next week, I believe. So they they do what they're doing better than anyone else right now. Like, they, they, like it's just, it's it's like, shit, man. Like, if I didn't watch them so much, I probably could, I could talk myself into going like, okay, yeah, they, they could probably be beat this way or beat that way or this or that, but like, I watch them too much and to sit here and see them struggle at some times and, and it's like for a minimal amount and then snap back into whatever it is that they're on at a Pro Bowl level at all phases of the game. They go back into it and they take over the game. And they you know what? You know what's crazy, Nacho? You said something earlier, and I just wanted to make sure everybody got out what they needed to say because I want to go back. You said this is a Pat Mahomes-ish type of offense and a Baltimore Ravens type of defense. And what's crazy is you're not argued with by nobody on the phone. Normally, if you say something like that, you hit oh hey guys oh pump you, you would get into a whole hoopla of argument. But they you are not even too far. Yeah, like you went too far, bro, talking crazy like that. Yo, not one person disagreed with you or said anything. Now I'm gonna be looking for that throughout the rest of the season. I'm gonna that's Pat Mahomes ish, Baltimore Ravens ish. I'm going to be looking for that now throughout the season. They, they just put said. up a graphic right now. I'm watching the three games. They put up a graphic. 33 for Hawkins. 30. You see, that, you see that graphic? 
My go ahead. My goodness. It's just 400, 400 yards, 400 yards, 400 yards receiving, and then Rondell Moore, the rookie, has 303 yards. This team is just clicking on all facets offensively, and uh, I'm not going to be excited to watch it, but I'm going to root for my team. Yo, look at this, though. Like, hold on, pause, My man went down with the COVID, you know what I'm saying? And they weren't really using that man like that. They trade this man over there, and this man got a buck the first game. A buck. Now he up to, like, damn near 300 yards on the season. Like, I I, I don't, man, listen. Real quick, Freezy, it's time to lock in, baby. Yeah, I got the bulls on that one too, buddy. Yeah, I know you do, Dan C. Yo, can I just say this about Dan C. real quick? He is a down-low troller. Dan C. is a down-low troller. We're going to talk about it, not right now. But you are a down-low troller, Dan C. I didn't know you was that much of a troller. You feel me? I'll be getting your little 3 o'clock in the morning messages because it's only 12 o'clock. I'm playing Matthew's neat team. Oh, wow, yeah, you playing Matt and shit. I ain't hearing Molly Yeah, we ain't, we ain't heard from him since he claimed he was a basketball guru. <laughs> Later. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then he ain't winning shit. But hey, Matthew, if you're listening, we love we love you, bro. Oh, I remember Matthew. Shorty wanted Brown. Shorty wanted to be a thug. We traded him. We traded him for Chill Will, I think. Shorty wanted to be. going to be a thug. So hey, back back to the game. So I basically should have just lit my money on fire. Is that you telling me? I don't know. Michael Strahan just picked the Packers by three. So if you're gonna go with, you know, anyone, I guess. Go I ain't with believing him. in Nacho, bro. He over there, slide tip, going to say, "Yo, I told y'all," and he's gonna put up the Aaron Rodgers gift I'm a, with him having the shade come down it, over it, his eyes. If, if we win this game, I can't say I told you because there's no I told you. I told y'all we was gonna I, lose. So if we win this game, I just, I'll come in and I gotta be the way I got to be, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I told everyone we was going to go in and beat this team. No, it ain't. I guess he's right. If we win this game, I'll be as shocked as everyone Like Roman Reigns, I smashed them. I just heard enough about them, man. I was like, they can't win them all, and who better better to beat them than Aaron Rodgers' prime time? I don't care who he has or doesn't have. I'm betting purely on that man. On the bad man. Look, this, this, uh, this, yo, winning, hold up, well, this winning would only add to the legacy of him taking nobody and winning football games. Because if he does that, then that's, his, that's what he did. But if, game, he, if he doesn't this win game, this game, he's got another built-in excuse for why he lost. So. They, well, yeah, he's already got built-in excuses, but this game could get him super paid. Not like he's knocked already, but hey. He just oh, he run now. Yeah, it's, he, if he If he – okay, look. So, Tuesday, he spent – 20 minutes on Pat McAfee at 20, 30 minutes. And he said verbatim, I love playing for Green Bay. I get to go to work 
with one of the funniest dudes. I get to drive down to practice uh, with one of the coolest cats or something like that. And then I get to have, like, cool things like this every week. So I love that. And then he goes out tonight and he wins. Goody just signed the check and then call whoever he wants or release Jordan Love. Like, cause that's what's going to happen. Because there's going to be, he loves being here. And he goes out and puts his team on his shoulders and wins this game. They just gonna have to give him. They just have to give him. You know, the keys to the city. But you know, defense can come out and you know shut all of us up, <laughs> uh, and that'd be the Cardinals defense. So uh, I mean, man, that ain't no joke. But, so. Real quick, if you're tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, the number to call in is nine one four two zero five. Five seven nine six. You want to get in on the conversation? Talk about the game. Got any picks you want to give before the game starts? Welcome to do so. I think Shakes need to get some folks on the hot seat though. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. And I'm about to get on the hot seat and then get off real quick. Let's Please tell me I'm not at last. Right. I can't be at last anymore. I can't. Uh, yeah, to, uh, to speak on Dan C, man, he uh, he been hitting me up the past couple of weeks. Like, man, I know I'm catching ground now. No, you ain't, man. These dudes that we dealing with on these airways, man, they know what they're doing, and they picking well this year. We really ain't have no bad uh, picks. I mean, like no bad weeks. A lot of us, um, bad weeks be like eight and eight or something like that. We all going five hundred or something. So. It's been very close. It's been very close, but it's... And I'm definitely going to... Um, what I said was I was going to do it every quarter for every four weeks. I will be giving y'all the overall standings of how y'all are doing. But every week, I do let y'all know what y'all had done the previous week. So I will start that right about now. As for week seven, I went eight and five. Not bad, not bad, not too shabby, not too shabby. But it wasn't good for the king of the week. LRP, all the way in Houston, went 9-4. and what? four. Big week for you. Great week for you. Shout-outs to LRP, 9-4. and four. Black Freezy and his buddy J-Rock both went 8-5. and five. They both went 8-5. and five. Right. See what I'm saying, Dancy? Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, um, this chosen one from the Bronx went ten and three. Shout out to either chosen one from the Bronx. He is sharing the crown this week. He is one of the kings of the week. Either chosen one from the Bronx, even though he kind of yeah, that was some bullshit. He's like, well, give me everything J Rock pick. What's up for the Jordan game? And you and you took Cleveland. In that Denver game, Cleveland versus Denver, so you had two more than him. So, Charles to eat a choice one from the books. Then I'm better than he. Said he. <laughs> 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 All right, we got Nacho in the box with cheese. Going six and seven, he is the jackass of the week. Nacho in the box. Oh, Media no. man Trey went eight and five. So good week for Trey. Easy and DC. 
Chill Will in Ohio and Dan C in California all went nine and four this week. Shout outs to them on another great week. And last but not least, we got Charlie going ten and three. He shares the crown with E, the chosen one from the Bronx for the King of the Week. Only motherfucker that can go from Jackass of the Week to the King of the Week. That's the ass. Alright, as for week eight, getting on this hot seat. Green Bay at Arizona, you know what? I'm with you, Dan C. Taking Green Bay on this one. Arizona can't beat everybody now. Come on, man. Cincinnati at the Jets. I'm taking Cincinnati here. Jamal Chase just, everybody just chasing the ball. Tennessee at Indy. I'm going to go Tennessee here. Even though it's a, I don't know, I got a funny feeling about this one. But I'm going to take Tennessee. But y'all just know, if Indiana, Indianapolis whipped their ass and shit, it was that gut feeling that I had. L.A. Rams at Houston. Moral victory. What's up? Moral victory. You wanted a moral victory. Yeah, yeah. Kind of hedging my butt. But, I mean, seriously, I should go with my gut, though, right? But uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to go with Tennessee. L.A. Rams at Houston. I'm going to take the Rams here. I just don't trust Houston at all. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. You know what? Taking Pittsburgh in this one. Fuck Cleveland. Philly at Detroit. I don't know. I'm biased on this one. I ain't picked Philly all season long. I'm taking Detroit. San Fran at Chicago. I'm going to take San Fran here. Need that pick. Come on, San Fran. Carolina at Atlanta. I'm going to take Atlanta at home in this one. Yeah, I don't know. Mount Donald a little hurt. They benched the ball. I don't know what's going on over there. Miami at Buffalo. I'm going to take Buffalo against my son. Yeah, that's right. In the battle with the Suns, I'm going to take your son, Eddie. Chose one from the Bronx. New England at Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers here. I'm definitely going to go with my adopted son, my, my stolen kid. My stolen child, but he makes me so proud. Jacksonville at Seattle. I'm going to take Seattle. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Gino going to look like a thing thing. Even though he a pain thing. <laughs> Washington at Denver. <laughs> I'm going to take Denver here. Man. I'm going with my son, Teddy B. This dude look like a platypus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Gino is a bum, bro. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I'm gonna take New Orleans at home. That's right. Yeah. Fuck Tampa. You call him Duck Duck Hotel. <laughs> duck Hotels. Gino. He's a bum. Dallas at Minnesota. You know what? I don't like the ball, but I'm rooting for him. Let's go, Kirk Cousins. I'm taking Minnesota. And Giants at Kansas City, man. Y'all already know. I ain't changed all season long, man. Blue Kool-Aid forever. I'm taking the Giants. All right. Go ahead, LRP. Step on up. 
Step on up. Sniffers 
He's such a bum, bro. Oh my god. Washington at Denver. I go with Denver. Yeah. That'll be leaving my son. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I'm gonna go with uh, New Orleans, man. What the booty doing? Mm-hmm. See, he's smart. Oh, you going with New Orleans? Yeah, smart man. Mm-hmm. Right there. That's that's a it's smart guy. It's a digital guy. game, you know. It's it's not that, like these that guys. That is a week. Yeah, he's a smart guy right there. Dallas at Minnesota. Yeah, dude got Ingram back. That's a good one. I'm gonna I'm go with Minnesota. Giants yeah, at Kansas City. I'm going with the G-Man. I might change that on game day. I don't know, but I'm going with the G-Man right now. Oh, you motherfucker. Don't say that. I might change like, Yeah, put that down for me, too, for that Minnesota. Nah, man. man. Y'all going. Y'all stuck with it, man. Yeah, come, come on. Don't man. do that. You know. Come yo, on, man. Remember, if we he, let you know about that. Like yo, Tay. Who is you, man? Make him, you had to who, make him who, take the live bullet. Yo, who is you, man? To tell somebody they can't change what they, they stuck, man. He, he used to eat over that. Come on, man. They stuck, man. All right. Fuck that, man. Y'all wow. going with the G, man, G. I'm going to call you. you y'all, hater, got, y'all, got, y'all must believe. Y'all must believe. Eat it till you want to run the ball. Stop on up. Talk to the bros, eh? What's going All on? Right. Brain Bay at Arizona. I'm gonna take. You know what? This is my upset. I'm gonna take Green Bay, man. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I could be crazy, but you know what? I've been going. I've been doing well, so I'm gonna just keep being crazy. Let's go with the, the Green Bay. All right. Cincinnati at Jets. My my children. My children. Tennessee at Indy. Tennessee. All right. Rams at Houston. Definitely the Rams. And I want to talk in the third hour, Shake, about your son in the trade because they're saying it's almost finalized, but we'll get into that. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. I gotta take the rate. I gotta take rape and Ralph. Ellie at Detroit. Let your let your emotions go. Detroit. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Can't do it, yo. I hate them. I can't do it, yo. My hate is different, man. Like, yo, I tried, man. Like, I can't. Choose them, bro. Ever. San Fran at Chicago. Oh, that that's that one a little tough right there. You know what, yo? Is your is your son playing freeze, Justin? Just in case. Is he? 
Simmons? I don't know. I think Fields is playing. Okay. Well, you know what? And Garoppolo is playing, right? Yeah. Give me Chicago. Carolina at Atlanta. ATL, shorty. Miami at Buffalo. <laughs> That's not even a conversation. New England at Chargers. The Chargers. Oh, well, no. Um, Black Freezy has put the papers in on the child. Drake Jackson from USC is now Black Freezy's child. It's a public service announcement. Freezy thought that my child was his child because their names are so similar. He also plays alongside, well, on the other side of the ball, pause from my son, Drake London, who's the wide receiver over there, USC. Shout out to Drake Jackson. The boy's a demonic attack. He looked like he about to fill into his grown man body. I see why you did that. Was, um, you chose Chargers, right? Yep. <clears throat> Jacksonville or Seattle? Give me Jacksonville, bro. Give me Jacksonville. Gino, uh-uh. <laughs> Oh, he no. Washington at Denver. I take the Broncos, man. Right. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. This guy. The GOAT. <laughs> Dallas at Minnesota. My second upset. I'm taking Minnesota. I don't know why. But I've been doing well. Giants at Kansas City. Big blue wrecking crew. Mm. Oh. No, I ain't hear no grunting out of nobody. No, I ain't hear no grunting out of nobody. I ain't nobody, I bet nobody, hey. Because I heard y'all choosing, too. Talking crazy before game day. <laughs> love your team, man. Love your team, man. Y'all stay. Hey, love your team, man. Oh, yeah, grunting. As soon as I said big blue record crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wrong with them. That must, that must have been LLP because he can't breathe right now. That's a fact, bro. <laughs> it was, bro. It was. <laughs> it was. Because you know why hearing somebody else say it hurt more. It did. It was, I was like, yo, play with it. Play with it, that goddamn game. Uh, <laughs> I scoffed at the notion. They were here. They were I used. believe. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> You must believe, I love you. That's funny. <laughs> I know ain't nobody grunting. Uh-huh. Oh, of course. Uh, hey, and I... Fucking computer scared me. 
Dallas at Minnesota. That's where I'm going to go Vikings. Giants at Kansas City. I'm going Kansas City. I'm just done picking the Giants in this whole pick them. If you notice, I've been done for a couple weeks. No, man, maybe I'll jinx them. Maybe maybe I'll bring them. Maybe I'll jinx them, man. Maybe this is open. All right, man. All right. Going to take your word. Let me see. Hold on. When did we win? We won last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I went against them. And you won against them. Yep. Yep. I see it. Let me see. I see. I see. I see. Who else we won against? That's it. That was it. That's all we beat with them. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, we we beat New Orleans, and yeah, you went against us. Ah, right, yeah, yeah, do that, yeah, do that. Thanks. No, we lost. Ah, you were off the high seat. Beat New Orleans. Yeah, we beat New Orleans. And last week. Mhm. Yeah. So keep doing what you're doing. All right. All right. That was perfect, bro. Got 15 minutes left in the live portion. You know what I'm saying? Perfect time. Game is on right now. They just stole a touchdown from Diop. Would have been a 75. Come on, son. Did they steal that? I was waiting. Did they steal that shit or what? They stole it, bro. Straight stole it from them. That was a hell of a play. Straight stole it from off some bullshit. It was a stiff arm, and they called the face mask. Mm. Called the face mask on the motherfucker running away from the motherfucker supposed to be tackled. Mm. Like two yards behind them. How's that a face mask? Didn't impede nothing. But, um, yeah, so. Move on to some closing statements. That's on scammer. Stop calling my phone scammer. I like how they tell you now. Like, yo, this is some bullshit. That's the same number. That's crazy. I ain't sure what's right. That's the same likely. Oh, let's go, baby. Is that Edmund? There you yeah. go, Edmund. Like, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's point. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Edmund's, that's point. Yeah. Shakes, I'm facing Shakes, too. Oh, shit, man. He going down. He going down. He going down. Remember when he tore the shit outside of us last year? I do. Yeah, I do. Come on, Kyla. Edmund. Chase uh, Edmonds, man. Oh, yeah, Edmonds. Yeah. He's the future. That team, dude. He needs to get more burn. I like that wildcat like that. Yeah. It's so creative. So unafraid. Look. It's so unafraid to do shit. But, um, yeah, it's been a great show, bro. Had a lot of fun with the people. Hope y'all enjoyed yourselves. Tuned in if you tuned in. Wilson from Cali tuned in and, and dropped some jewels on the people. 
You know what I mean? Nacho in the box, he he bailed out a while ago, right before kickoff. Y'all already know what kind of time he was on, which I understand. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm actually mm-hmm. about to be on that same kind of time. That's some shit right game. there, boy. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to watch this game. <laughs> so, um, we'll move on to closing statements. And if y'all want to continue on for the third hour, I will never take the people away from y'all. I monitor the stuff still, but um. I'm going to shower and shave, watch this game, you know what I'm saying? Relax a little bit. Sit my feet up. As y'all can tell, I'm doing a lot of motherfucking talk, so I know I sound crazy. Nothing but straight. Oh, that's right. Like shower and shave in that order? Nah, nah, it's more like... It's more like shit shave, shit shave shower. It's more like shit, it's more shit shave shower. More shit shave shower. More that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to shave after the shower. Why not? No. Your body all, you know, I ain't even going to get into that. All that. Nah, but, you, 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 yeah, shit shave shower. You know what I mean? Okay. All LRP wanted was a body wash. <laughs> <laughs> Already, you know what I'm saying? Yo, y'all saw what happened today earlier. Shit, fuck my whole world up. I'm like, yo, where's he coming back on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who? Ain't Yo, LRP, did you see the latest commercial? (laughs) Nah. You ain't see the latest commercial with the old spice when he crying? Because she used it, and, they, and the therapist is near along, and she's like, so how does it feel? She rubs, it, says, oh, it's so smooth. He crying, like, that's how it's supposed to feel. Yo, <laughs> you got to see, yo, he is upset, bro. He is upset that she used it. Yo, you got to see the last latest commercial. Yeah, I, t- I look out for it, or to look it up. But, um... Yeah, man, so we'll start off with Dan. Dan, see you still with it. Yeah, dude, I just appreciate talking to you guys. And I uh, look forward to tomorrow or the weekend pregame show. Go Jacks. Already. Appreciate that, brother. If you're sticking around, feel free. Uh, I ain't, we call it, you know what I mean? We'll see how the fellas feel. Like I said, I ain't going to volunteer that job, but, um, like, Breeze, what's it say, bro? Yeah. Peace to the gods, peace to the earth, you know what I mean? Great show, of course. You know what I mean? The God, you know, my son, Nuke, I saw kind of, you know, towards the end, he was controlling his helmet, so maybe there's something to that. But I still think it's a Rob Breeze. It's football, damn it. Um, <laughs> shout out to everybody that called in today, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to Miles, man. New caller. Did he call before? I don't know. It felt like, I don't know. He felt like family, like like, uh, like LLP said earlier. But, um, the chair, man, um, tune in tomorrow. East style Fridays. Watch this game. I'm enjoying it already. I've been watching it. Been enjoying it. Uh, football is great, man. Football is awesome, man. Uh, the Knicks. I'm about to tune in with that too. So, um, shout out to the people then. Enjoy your night. Great. That's sports. Word. Hell yeah. Real great time for sports.
all day. Appreciate you, Black Breezy, from the AT or in, resides in the ATL. Queens get the money. Queens get the money already. He the chosen one from the boogie down. What you say, sir? Superb show, brothers. You know, shout out to my brother from another mother of a different color, Wilson, who uh, avid avid listener to the show, called in today, gave me some hometown feeling of how we get down in the hallways and on the benches and conversations, man, and we just appreciate that, you know, and um, if anybody else hears things like that and they get inspired, man, call in. I know a lot of guys be in the queue, a lot of you guys download, but yo, don't be afraid to call in, man. We're a family here. And um, once again, New York Knicks on top, 45-41, second quarter. Looking like they coming out to play this game. Things are different. The new era. I'm loving it. But it is a great game. About to tune in a little bit to Arizona. See what's going on with them at Green Bay. Y'all know what it is, man. A wonderful day in sports. A beautiful day in my neighborhood. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? <laughs> <laughs> from the Bronx, already couldn't have said it better myself. Peace to that brother. Enjoy your New York Knicks. And uh, Mr. O, uh, OB, I ain't going to say it like OB, you know what I mean? One Kenobi out there looking like uh, Sean, was it Sean Martin? Sean Marion. Sean Marion. Yeah. Him and uh, old boy can be a dynamic duo that they should have had. But, um, shout out to the Knicks, man. Shout out to the motherfucking Astros. You know what I'm saying? Tying this shit up, going back to the ATL. Oh, too late. Shout out to the boys, Justin Baker. But, um, last but not least, Chase Montana, a.k.a. Ralph Draslam. Try to be sensitive to the people. You know how culture, cancer culture, is so sensitive. You know what I mean? We try to take my man Dave Chappelle away. You can't do it. When won't yeah, let baby. Uh, yo, wait, wait. Yo, I want to say this, man. I want to say this. I want to say this. I mean, shit. Shave shower. Right? Shit, shave shower. I know you want to do that. But we definitely need to talk about that because I don't let you. You're going to have to put me on to that because I don't know exactly what's going on with that. So we won't, we're going to talk about that. Not right now. We gonna talk. That's a great um, segue into tomorrow for East South Friday. If the brother is so inclined, instead of side of block, you can definitely chop it up. And the people got something to tune in for tomorrow. Cause I got a whole lot of shit to say. Whole lot of shit to say. That's what's up. Love the content. Love the content, fellas. We doing crazy shit this lately, man. And we always have been, you know, but lately uh, we we on fire. But um, man, great week. Uh, thriving Thursdays, man. My motherfucking nuts pissing me off. Fucking giant is what they is. Free Kyrie. Word. Like, come on, New York. I mean. That's crazy, it, too, because Bill has actually made it. I, mean, I, I, I get it, That's but I don't. Another topic for tomorrow. I don't get the Bill. Why Bill can play and he can't, you know what I mean? I don't like Kyrie, but I ain't about no funk shit, you know what I mean? So, talk about it, though. 
Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. They got an unvaccinated player? Somebody, who's playing? Uh, Bill. Bradley Bill. He ain't vaccinated either. And he's, he's against right. it, but he, he's allowed to play. Yeah, because it's a Where's New York thing and not a Washington thing. Washington yeah. don't mandate that. You know what I'm saying? New York does. That's oh. crazy, man. Um, United States are not that united. In fact. That's crazy. Alright, um, but uh listen man, uh we'll be back tomorrow with East Style Fridays. Um lot to talk about, um lot to gear up for in this this game and everything. Um you know, we still gonna we're gonna have a Montana Mondays right on the game, like pre game shit, so that's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna try to have them all in uh Questions for for y'all on the Montana Mondays tip. Um, no pregame unless Nacho's trying to go because we don't have a game on Sunday, so no pregame for us. But if Nacho wants to go, then we will have a pregame. Yeah, but I doubt it. I think he's going to want to rest too. So after tomorrow, we'll definitely be back Montana Mondays. But uh, great shit about everybody and um. Let's go, Big Blue. Let's let's shock the world. All right, all right. Absolutely, man. It looks like sounds like a great ass lineup to me. Guess what? I'm tuning in. You should too. <laughs> Bring a friend too. You know what I'm saying? But um, my closing ain't no more to it. Shake down. I love these brothers. I love the people that call in. I love. Yo, up. Yo LRP. I don't know if you just saw my son. Just hurt your son over there. Zach Collins, man. Yeah. My son just ran, ran through his whole. He banged him up. Yo, who? AJ Dillon, man. AJ Dillon is a beast. Man. He's a beast. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, man. That's right. Yeah, he I got him over into it. I'm trying to look. Ball, yes, ball. Ball. I mean, he's trying to try to like side tackle him. Ooh, he's ain't doing that. Put him on the body. He's too big, man. Ball. Yeah. But um, look, man. Y'all be good, bro. Uh, shit ain't really too much for me to say. I hope you enjoyed the show, man. I hope you uh, laughed. I hope you, you know. Whatever. Doing there, entertain. Whatever the case may be. And see you around. You know what I'm saying? See you around. I know I'm supposed to probably say some more dope shit than that, but I really just don't have eight. You know what I mean? Be like that. Oh, and um for everybody, uh go back to the last pregame show on my clothes and Got a little treat for all of y'all. I didn't tell y'all. I don't think y'all heard it. I don't know, but go shout outs to all of y'all. Yeah. Actually, I did. I heard that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just go because I am clearly out of work, and that ain't a good LRP. I got to have, you know what I'm saying? Got to be the best me I can be. And right now, I'm hungry. And the game is on, and I'm sorry I couldn't find nothing around with that. 
I was about to go though. Shave a shop. Oh, if y'all have a chance, if you're cruising around YouTube, look up, and if you haven't heard it already, or if you heard it before and it's been a while, go check out Black Store and Method Man freestyling on Sway in the morning. It's this MCN at his best. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? The the Yeah, it does that one off of air. Yeah, yeah, when we go off of air, it blasts the motherfucker. Like, yeah, we done. We done. That's like yeah, it doesn't Perfect. Yeah, I, I hope I finish that shit. But <laughs> should be good. Should be good. Should be. They download this shit for the extra anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to stay for a little bit more longer if the fellas is. Um, just a little bit longer until my shit about to start dying. But um, I do, I do want to talk about the woo shit if um everybody's caught up. And um and uh of course the BMF shit if everybody's caught up. But I know you going. I'ma let you go. Go ahead and shit shower <laughs> shave, motherfucker. No, it's it's shit shave shower. Shit shave shower. Shit shave shower. Shit shave shower, you got this. Oh my you'll revert back to the whole shit so you saying it that way. But you know like <laughs> Shit shake out. Shit shake out. Yeah, like you in another country or something. I don't want to be racist. I ain't, to be racist. I ain't got no power though. They broke out with this. Sh- so sh- <laughs> ain't got no power, man. You already know what you're doing, yeah. y'all. That's all you gotta say. That's the little indication right there. That's all you gotta say is, <laughs> and we know. Like oh, shit shake out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all enjoy. I'll let y'all tomorrow, man. Peace. Hello, Pete in Houston. Either told me from the Bronx. I know you caught up on the woo. On everything, baby. Yeah, Black, you caught up on the woo? He bullshit. Yo, say, can I? Never on the culture. You caught up on BMF, right? Yeah, I'm caught up. Of course, you know I'm. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing. I've been dying to talk about, remember, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Yo, do you remember, did you see how he caught him with the oomph on, he was at the pool table when he, <laughs> when he leaned me, when he, <laughs> yo, that part, yo, he leaned him. Oh, you, you, the old man. <laughs> that, that applies to that, bro. That applies to that. You know, sometimes you do a bad job at acting because you just ain't the best actor, but you do pretty well. That was a horrible job of acting. He had to catch up to the punch like it really hurt him because he stood there too long. It was funny, though, man. It was hilarious. That's the that's the meaning of us right there. Uh, uh, uh. Freezy, are you caught up on the culture yet? Went Freezy at and gone. Went to the home of Simpson. Alright. Well since Freezy home of Simpson right now. On the woo. Now 
my thing is, I feel like they're going too fast, right? Like I, maybe it was like more story to tell. Like I don't know, but like they are now at the point, and again, disclaimer: if you didn't see it, if you're not caught up yet, go ahead and excuse yourselves. I don't want to spoil nothing for you, but I I thought the uh, the flooding happened later. Like I didn't, or maybe that's what they doing with the dramatization, dramatization. There we go. But maybe that's what they doing with it. I'm not sure. But I thought that the flooding happened later on when they was trying to make um, Inspector Dex album and everybody else. Well, not everybody else, but Inspector Dex shit. And I didn't know that it was right then and there, smack dab, right when everything, like they just signed everything, everything looking like a go now. Everybody got their deals, and then the flooding happens. So that's the way they're doing it on the show. I'm not sure if that's how it really happened, but I do know that they had a flooding, and all their music was motherfucking fucked up. I do know that, but I thought it happened later, not that fast. Also... I mean, I knew that they had a rift between Reza and and Old Dirty. Like, I knew it was a rift, like, especially once um, Dirty got out of jail and went to Rockefeller and wanted to go to Rockefeller. But I didn't know that they had a rift that early in the game where Reza decided for his cousin to sign him to a lecture instead of Def Jam. Which, in this aspect of what they showing, you know what I'm saying, it seemed like that's all RZA was doing was looking out for his cousin. But at the time being, in the moment, right, like if you go back into the moment, like, I'm, I put myself in people's shoes all the time, and I'm like, man, how would I feel if somebody made that decision for me? Whether it was the best or the wrong one. Let me decide what I want to do. So for somebody to decide my fate on what I want to do, I, I, I don't believe I would have been down with that neither. But in all naturality, it was for the best, for Dirty, I just think that RZA should have went to Dirty and explained that first. But the way Dirty responded and acting, I can see how RZA, knowing his cousin, was like, even if I do break it down to Dirty in that way, he's still going, he's not going to understand it, he's still going to want to sign the Def Jam. And for, you know what I mean, to be specific, 
um, Electra was going to give Dirty his mu- his music back. Like nobody in the music business ever gets that type of deal. They were saying Jay Z get th- that type of deal. Those big name artists get those type of deals. Don't nobody get that. But they were giving that to Dirty from Electra, and that's why RZA decided to make that deal. But Dirty wanted to be on Def Jam since he was a little boy. So you can see where the little riff happened, man. But, man, it was a great episode. It was a great season, man. I hope they bring it um, back for a third season. They didn't announce it yet, but um, it looks like pretty much it is going to be brought back because this is this show is making a lot of impact in the, in the culture where it's motivating a lot of young black people. It's motivating young producers to go out there and pick the shits back up, or um, it's just motivating kids to go out there and make some music, or you know what I mean, get, get rock with their friends and say, you know what, yo, let, let's let's get together and make this happen. You know what I mean? It's doing that, and I see it in the culture. I see it around. So yeah, I think it's definitely gonna be brought back for a third season, but. Great finale, great season, man. What do you thought about it? Um, I'm I'm blessed to be a part of something like this because, you know, the past and the ODB, it's really, really blessed to see how he's emphasized because even though he was known as the Osiris to this thing, you know what I'm saying, it was still a situation where he was one of the lesser affected out of those guys, not because he wasn't one of the best ones or known ones. It's because his tragedy, you feel me? Because we always look at what if ODB, you know, would have still been alive and they would have still been doing their thing. So I'm just really, really honored to see how they, you know, are putting and moving the storyline with him and his importance in it. And they emphasize that in this season. They emphasize the fact that, you know, that situation between him and the RZA, because if you can recall, Shakes, I started talking to you about that way before they even implemented that. And I said, I hope that they show the beef between him and Old Dirty, you know what I'm saying, especially when he came out of jail, if you can recall that. You might or might not, that's cool, but I wanted to see that. You remember. You know Right, so it, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a homage to them and for me, growing up and having to witness that, and of course they did it, you know, the theatrical way with the whole choosing his deal for him and everything like that. And I agree a hundred thousand percent wholeheartedly. Even if he would have went to him and told him why he did it, because he was explaining it to him, and he was like, "So now you know what's best for me." You know what's best for me? He was like, yeah, cuz, I'm looking out for you. I am doing the best for you. Right. Your fucking grandkids, you know, you can still be eating <laughs> off this shit. Like, he was you not feeling that. My grandkids? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was just because of it being not, it being in hindsight, his dream. He took his dream from him in his heart and in his mind. And he's saying a dream is one thing, but later on down the line, the long run, you're going to have this and thank me. 
And so it gave us two perspectives of two different people and two different thought processes, but it also allowed us to relate to each one of them, one person looking out for them in the long run and another person feeling like, listen, you talking long run, but I'm talking about my dream here. So that was very, very blessed. Another thing, a lot of people probably didn't know, I think we knew because we followed the rule and grew up with them, that that fight at the video shoot was a live fight. See, back then you didn't have to have, like, people weren't suing for fighting. You were just happy you got out of there alive. So that was really cool to see how they implemented that and uh, show people who didn't know that that fight and that beatdown and that jumping really took place while they was on set up in um, Stapleton. So that was cool too, man. Um, seeing them all get their individual deals, we all know how that panned out for some and um, for others. I love the fact that they got into the storyline of you guys, that even though they're moving fast, they're giving individual stories and showing why some people say, yeah, you guys, but where was he at during this? And what happened when he was on that? And how come he, we ain't see him here and there? And But, you know, he was out long enough to put himself on features he was out long enough when he got out to make albums, but he was one of those guys who was in and out of incarceration a lot of his career until later on. So I'm loving what they're doing. I'm loving the aspects and the perspective that they're giving. Oh. It is and, a little... And, oh, let me, um, let, me, let me piggyback on that, though, because that was a good, another great scene that um, I think we do have to talk about because um, the scene where, um, you know, Rez is better than me, right? Because put put myself in the shoes. And, again, like, let's say um, I, I go to all of y'all and I say, look, man, I just need y'all to trust me on this and to just do this. And it's, you know what I mean? We gonna work, it's going to all work out. It's going to all pay out. I just need that. I just need y'all dedication. And y'all all agree, right? But you sit there and say, yo, I can't rely. This this shit ain't putting no food on my table. I got to go out there and do me. And then I catch you. And I say, bro, what you doing? And you, have, and you, hit, you hit me with the, look, man, I got to eat right now. That shit ain't putting nothing on the table right now. And I'm like, look, man, all I'm asking you, it's for you to trust me. I got this. And then the end result is you get locked up and we blow up. So had you trusted me, you would be good right now. So the scene that I'm talking about is when he came in that studio, you God, and was like, yo, I know, I know. But I'm ready to work now. I'm ready to put my whole 100% in this. And what Reza said was, I'm not the one to sit there and tell you I told you so. I'm just trying to get to work. And so that scene right there was just, like, it was big because it was exactly what Reza was saying, to trust him. It was going to work out, and it did. But instead, another person saying, I can't rely on you. I can't rely on that. 
I got to do what I got to do. And then gets fucked up for it. And then comes back with the regrets like, damn, I should have listened. But I'm ready to listen now, but now it's too late. Right. And let me let me make sure I put the icing on the cake. He said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. You know what I'm saying? He was almost done with the track. He was ready to just, like, end it. He said, yo, I'm ready. He said, all right. He said, yo, remember that verse that I wrote back when, and he talking about a long time ago. He was like, yeah. He's like, all right, get in the booth. You feel me? And, yo, if he, he let it, he made it fit so perfect when he was showing um, Mel, um, Jizza, like, yo, this is how you put the tracks and lay the tracks here and do this. He like, yo, get the work. And the fact that he loves his brother so much, man, you know what I mean? But the tough decisions now is where they're going to go. And this is, I believe, the next season is going to show how everybody blew up in their own way as individuals. Of course, Meth being who he was, with Def Jam getting with Redman, doing his thing, getting commercial, being the guy. How Raekwon and Ghost became the two-man tandem, doing their thing. Hopefully they'll show Capadonna when he was involved and how the RZA also has small groups from Staten Island, a.k.a. the Grave Diggers, things like that, where he started producing for them. So I'm looking forward to season three, man. Great recap, Shakes. Um, if you haven't watched it, man, tune in. You're doing yourself a disservice. Wu-Tang forever. And um, I'm happy that they also getting royalties from this show and all of their families, such as like ODB, is also getting like royalties and, you know what I mean, money from what they're doing. So that's that's also great, man. So great recap, bro. No doubt. And um, as far as BMF, man, this is an awesome, awesome series, man. I'm glued to my TV with the shit. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's the, it's the back and forth with the Lamar shit, right? Like, like, it's the chest you, you know what I mean? And, and just the, the reaction of Lamar, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, first one, right, I'm going to speak on is like, it was like a few episodes ago, though, right? And he was talking to um, what is apparently baby mother, and um, she was like, you know, stay away from his daughter and all that, blah, blah, blah. And he got so mad and so angry in the argument that he just let out a fucking huge roar. Like, out of nowhere, he was like, ah! Like, and I, I just could not stop laughing. Like, who, who is that? Like, but like you can feel that because you can understand like a frustration, like being so frustrated, and you can't do nothing. You can't hit nobody or none of that. You, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to get in trouble. So the only result that you could do is just scream it out, Rah! Like, so this is his reactions, right? It just be funny. Now I say that because. 
he got one up on the brothers, right? He got one up on them. You know what I mean? He got their stash, all that. You know what I mean? Fucking them boys up. He got he got a uh, Meech girl. You know what I mean? Uh, took her back and all that. So he got them, and then Meech he gets them back. Get them back. And now he lost everything. He lost the girl, everything, right? So my react the um the reaction that I'm speaking on is um when he finally gets the girl back, right, he gets the little daughter back. When he brings her back to the to the house <laughs> and you you know, waiting for the mother to stop speaking to the daughter. Then once you know what I mean the daughter was going like, I I'm I'm sorry, like and she's like, I don't worry about right. Close the door all in his face. And all he could do was just stand there. And smile like, all right, nigga. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> all right, all right. You got this one. All right, yeah, you know I mean, and just those reactions from Lamar just be, it just is is golden for me. Like, I just, I just love his reactions to shit, man. Um, but uh, the whole series, man, is just it's fucking great. Um, what else I find interesting in that? This last episode, and my boy spoke about the um, pool tail way, punched the man in the gut. Yeah, you know I mean, but that's all in like, you know, I, I, you know, watch it with my moms and she just like, you know, he's just jealous. He don't, he don't want me to, uh, to get bigger than him, which is right. Like, you know what I mean. But if he was really smart. He would have understood, like, the bigger Meech got, the bigger he got. You know what I mean? So, but I think, I just think that um, because he had that habit in which he punched Meech in the stomach for pointing out, <laughs> I never get high on your own supply. You know what I mean? And, and it, Meech was right, man. And he couldn't take that. He was just like, man, man, get the fuck out of here. Then he tried to snitch on him, tried to... Try to take his cop from him. What you trying to say, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you get mad, man. And just to let the people know, because I just found out, which I just um, put my boys on, did not know that the cop from BMF is Wood Harris' actual brother in real life. Did not know that. And this was the first time that they ever acted in a scene together in a movie together, in a show together. So they're on screen. They're, they're, they're seen right there, which you pointed out when I told you. You said that that's why that shit was so, it just was so natural. You know, the way that they were going back and forth in that scene, it, it seemed like it was some, some you know what I mean? They've they been there before. You know what I mean? Like, they've been there before in real life. Like, they've been there before growing up. That's how they argue. That's brothers. Like, nigga, who, who, who are you talking to? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, I'm going I'm to be the one to put you down. You know what I'm saying? So, just that natural, man, yeah. Um, that scene was good. But, yeah, they are actual brothers, y'all. For those who didn't know, man, Shakedown is breaking that down to y'all first. But, yeah, man, um. Great series, man. They made it a family thing. Made it a family thing. Family-oriented. I think about it. It got Snoop in it. They got the Hood, the Harris brothers in it. Um, 
And then they got they gonna have Eminem playing White Boy Rick, man. I mean, come on. They just kept it all in the family, then the only thing the only one is is not involved is fucking Dr. Dre. Where you at, Dre? You should be somebody. Should be somebody. Real real quick. Now I don't know if y'all noticed this or not, and correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, um T is the same kid from all American, you know what I'm saying? Yep. He's the brother of the yep. Spencer Bass singer in there, right? We all know that. You know the other kid that he's going against as the quarterback for Crenshaw? You know what I'm talking about? The young, the other kid with the afro, that, yeah. the attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the dude that Lamar wrapped the belt around his neck. No, you're not, bro. That's not the same. Dude. Is he? It's not. Nah, it's, Yo, I, I, nah. I, so yeah, you know, I stand corrected, but he looked like him. No, I thought he was him. Yeah, they, they do look similar, but nah. Hey, yo, yeah, I right. love that dude, man. Like, he be making the funniest faces, bro. Like, I swear to you, like, what, yo, go back and watch the episode when they seen him in the bowling alley. Yo, the face he motherfucking made, bro, when they, <laughs> when, when he seen me to them, bro, like, I was like, yo, why the hell did he make that face, bro? It was the funniest a- face in the world. Can I tell you who be making me mad? And I don't know if he makes you guys mad. Lamar don't make me mad because that means he's doing a good job. I know he makes everybody else mad because that's his job. Yeah. Right? Everybody can't wait to see Lamar get killed, right? It's going to be biblical. Right. But the skinny kid that whoever Lamar knew her father, the girl becoming his crib, the one who killed Jamie. One is hitting that shit, be Mickey? Yeah. Yo, that, he make, that little skinny dude, yo, he yeah, makes he me make, so mad. He makes me so mad. Like, his whole character basis makes me mad because he's doing a good job. But I'm like, yo, he's just so unbelievable on the top. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, what like, he said, yo, yo, you know, that was the funniest part, bro. When they had um dude um tied up to the chair and they was whipping his ass trying to get the info like where the stash was and he was like he's like you gonna get this, this slim motherfucker to, to... <laughs> <laughs> right right and he was like if you don't get this malnutrition <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> right bro and I felt his words right there. You get this malnutrition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, then they showed his face too, like when he said it, like he just like. Right, bro. Right. Talking about right. me, I'm about to go eat a steak sandwich right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, Snoop Dreads being pushed back into that afro they got on them. Yo, the, afro. Shape, the shape of it, bro. The shape of it is crazy. If you look at the afro that Snoop is wearing, Yo, the back of it because he got they got to put the dreads in it. It's crazy, fam. It's crazy. The way that that afro is shaped on Snoop is crazy. But yo, it's it's it's, it's 
it's a good series, man. It's, it's definitely what's up. If it's it's a and you know what? It's an intermediate series that's necessary, a stopgap for when all the other shows come back. You know what I'm saying? Like when all the other shows come back this fall heading into the winter. Like I can't wait to see you know you know, Godfather of Harlem, that's coming back, you know, so this is what's yeah. up. A lot of things. Thanks for letting me take this time with you, brother. Sorry for the spoilers. For those of you who got to be spoiled, it's on you. You was warned. Shakes Montana, this is either chosen one. Y'all know what time it is. Tune in tomorrow, 6 p.m. for East Out Fridays, where we talk about everything in the third hour as well. First, we get to the game that take place, took place tonight. Then we talk about some NBA. Then we talk about the rest of the things that we do and just chop it up. So stay tuned for the greatness to continue this week. I'm out of here. I love you, brother. Stay blessed. It's time to get to work. No doubt. Either chose one from the Bronx, man. The whole crew, uh, LRP, on his driving Thursdays, hosting. Yesterday, we had we was blessed with um, Black Freezy on debate Wednesdays. Um, we had Nacho Average Tuesdays, and we had the Montana Mondays. Definitely looking forward to East Out Fridays tomorrow. And um, one more thing, uh, just for, you know, my boy brought it up earlier about it. He was just mentioning the the actor, one of the actors, the BMF brother, uh, Southwest T, all right? Well, that's playing Southwest T, the brother with the eye, right? He played on this show, All-American. He was casted out last season. I mean, not, you know I mean, just in the storyline, but he was brought back in the episode or brought back this season, so check him out also on All-American. The new season has came out, so if you're not caught up on that, catch yourself up on it. It's on Netflix. You can catch yourself up on it and then watch the new episodes that's coming out. Um, I believe it's every Tuesday. I'm not sure, but yes. All-American, check it out. We out of there. We'll be back tomorrow. Like we always say around this time, we don't expect y'all to agree with us, but we damn sure expect y'all to understand. Understand? Don't get shook up because we keep shit live. It's the shakedown with the New York Giants on that drive for five. And we out of there. I'm not sure if anybody's with me to take it away. E, is you still there? Yes, sir. You've been shook by the shakedown, and we up out of here. Peace. See you tomorrow. Um, See you tomorrow. Friday, one. Let's go, Knicks.